Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello, and welcome to Food Network Obsessed. This is the podcast where we dish on all things food with your favorite chefs, food influencers, and Food Network stars. I'm your host, Jamie Sire, and today we have the TikTok Sandwich King here to talk about his rise to nearly 90 million likes and honing in on his signature style. He is a content creator, cook, and has a sandwich for any occasion. It's Owen Hahn. Owen, welcome to the podcast. I feel so honored to be interviewing sandwich royalty. Should I be like bowing to you? How does that normally work? No, no. I mean, <laughs> that's what people call me is like the sandwich king, but that's just... Here's like Owen. Owen. Just yeah. Owen. All right, we'll stick with that. <laughs> well, you are best known for your mouthwatering sandwich videos that give their viewers a choppy, sloppy, crunchy dose of ASMR landing you that title of Sandwich King. Um, how did you land on this specific style? Well, the way I got into sandwiches was actually kind of by chance. So I started posting food videos on TikTok. Originally, I first thought the app was like, when I heard of it, it was just like the dancing app. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then once I actually downloaded it and started scrolling, it's very good with the algorithm, seeing what you like. And I love food. And so... Instantly, I just like was drawn to that. Didn't even realize like people were cooking on this app. And to me, I saw a few people doing ASMR type videos. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's what really stuck out. And so the more I used the app, I realized personally, I liked the sounds. Like that's what drew me in. And so I started posting a few videos. Um, One of the first ASMR cooking videos I did was a recipe from my grandma's cookbook. And it was a shrimp toast recipe and it did relatively well, really honed in on quick cuts and the sounds, did a few more videos after that, I think like a pasta and a salmon dish. And then one day I wanted to film chopino, which is like a fish stew, didn't have any of the ingredients. It's kind of like a laborious dish. (laughs) And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to film my lunch today. Like, let's see what I have. 
and it was a chicken bacon avocado sandwich with <laughs> chipotle aioli. And that was my first video to like really go viral. I think it broke like a million views overnight. Wow. And so after that, I was like, okay, like that was cool. <laughs> Let me just try another sandwich. And that was a steak sandwich. And that broke 10 million views. Oh my gosh. I was like, wow, like people really like sandwiches. Like this is cool. <laughs> and so from there, like I did a breakfast bagel and it was that third sandwich that also broke a million. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be my thing. I'm just going to go like full force with this. Like, let's see how it goes. And really, like, I just took that first video, that first sandwich video as a blueprint for all my like following videos. Mm -hmm. Cause to me, like the three seconds of the video are so important in drawing in the audience. Cause with TikTok, it's like so easy to just constantly scroll. So mm -hmm. it's like, you cut the sandwich, show the sexy cross section and like there you have like the audience like captured and like they want to keep watching your stuff. So that's kind of how I like got into whole ASMR and sandwiches. What is that moment like, you know, the first time that you have a video go viral the way it did? I mean, what's kind of going through your head in those moments? Honestly, I, I remember it very vividly. I was at the gym working out and my uh -huh. phone was just blowing up <laughs> and I, I just couldn't focus on anything because I was like, this is the coolest that like, what's going on? This is uh -huh. wild. And I was just like texting all my friends. And I remember like my screen time was just for that week was ridiculous because I would just kept, ref I just kept refreshing, checking. <laughs> I wanted to like respond to every single comment. It, it was just honestly like surreal. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, how, how addictive, I guess, is that feeling? Very. And especially <laughs> like when it first started, like it's just, it's so new to you. Mm -hmm. But now, of course, like I, I don't really draw like. You're like, oh, big deal. Million. No, it's, it's not <laughs> even that. Like I try to not be on my phone like 24 seven because it's Fair. so easy. But yeah, in the early stages, like it's just wild. Yeah. What, what do you think it is about ASMR and specifically your videos that people find like so comforting, I guess? I think it's just like the audio itself. I don't know. It's just the sounds of that. Like to me, when I edit videos, it's not, I, I think of like a certain flow, almost like a beat. So like I mentioned those first three seconds early on in the video, like if you nail that, like people like will listen to certain patterns and like, I, you want to rewatch it. And that's just kind of how I saw it when I first started seeing like even ASMR of like people just like restocking. Okay. That was, yeah. I think that was the first like ASMR video I saw. I was like, whoa, like this is really cool. And it, like, Satisfying. I don't, I don't even care about like the restocking, but literally it was just the sounds that it was making. So I don't know, something about that. And like, I'm sure like a brain person could figure <laughs> that break out. Break that down. Yeah. Is, is there like a sound that you stay away from when you're doing these videos? Not like stay away from. It's more like I realized this the more I did videos, there's certain things that don't create enough sound. Like a lot of times I don't show seasonings or salt because it's very hard to just make like a, yeah, it's like you subtle. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. Or like sprinkle salt. So like little stuff like that, I try to uh, stray away from and other sounds that are much more emphasized, like cutting, chopping, like squeezing crunchy sounds. That's what I really try to hone in on. Yeah. No, I mean, clearly people are are eating it up, so to speak. Yeah. What career path would you have taken had you not started creating videos? 
So I was actually working at a hospital before I started really? TikTok. Yeah. So I graduated at USC with a degree in econ, economics, and a minor in nutrition. Okay. And I really loved the nutrition classes I was taking, but I picked up that minor during my junior year. So it was a little too late to make that full switch. So I graduate. It was also during the pandemic. So I graduated in 2020. And so I got a job at a hospital and my plan was to like get some experience in the nutrition department. Really, I was just like delivering food to patients and taking their orders. Okay. <laughs> but just kind of wanted to see that de- the like hospital setting dynamic and with the goal of going back to school to get my master's in dietetics. And then from there, see whether I wanted to work at a hospital or even maybe like a sports dietitian. That was the plan originally. So, so you were interested in like the food path, just not the one you're currently on. <laughs> Correct. Growing up, I, I've, I've always known I've wanted to work with food. So whether like to me, I just found like oh, nutrition is a cool way to like tie that together. And I'm like a healthy guy. I like sports. Like I feel like I could find a path with that. Have you ever struggled with, I guess, like the imposter syndrome, you know, especially somebody that's not formally trained? Obviously, as we know now, like, you know, there are so many people on TikTok and social media, like finding success without being formally trained. And there's plenty of chefs out there that are as well. But do you do you struggle with that at all? Not necessarily, because to me, like when people ask me like what I do and I tell them, like explain what I do, I don't even consider myself like a chef. I'm just, I make cooking videos for the internet and (laughs) it really is like a labor of love. I absolutely love what I do. And I'm just like recreating like family recipes, get to share kind of like what I grew up eating, what I love. And so I'm not trying to pretend, I'm not pretending to be like some like classically trained, like chef. I don't yeah. know. I'm just being myself. So yeah. I, and you're making I sandwiches. Really exactly. Like ev- just everybody makes sandwiches, right? hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've had some of your you know, fellow creator friends on the pod in the past. Um, how have you been able to kind of find community within social media, which can be a lonely place at times? Mm-hmm. Uh, community is in like amongst other creators. Or yeah. What I've noticed is like the food community, like we all want to like help each other out yeah. and work together. It's a very like creative collaborative space so i think once you like reach out and talk to people and like work with one person then word of mouth and like you see other people working together and so it's just been it's been super natural just a very collaborative like everyone wants to work with each other and um i'm based in la so there's a lot of us out here um so that also makes it really easy who are some of the first creators um that you remember seeing their videos that kind of inspired you on this path Two that come to mind. Well, one of the biggest ones is Hu Lee. I was living with him, so oh, really? he was my roommate. Yes, yeah. He, I was living with him. He. This is the one that showed me that like TikTok has food. Yeah, and so he also knew I like to cook and kind of like pushed me into starting this. So he definitely has been one of the biggest inspirations and one of the first people that I've noticed on the app and even collaborated with. And then the other one is Sam's Eats. So he's based in the UK, but. He does. He also hones in on ASMR. Yeah, his videos are on another level. (laughs) Yeah. What? Another level from yours or? Well, it's just like, it's different. He makes everything from scratch, shows like every single step. It's what's super cool about the app is like everyone, even though like we all do ASMR and cooking, we all have our very own unique styles. Like not even just food, but just like the way we edit, the way we like try to focus in on sounds. Like it's crazy. If I watched like his video or like even one of H2's videos without 
with just the audio, I could easily like tell whose it is just really? of, like how they do it. Yeah. How, I mean, how did you kind of perfect your own style, your own niche, your own mood and, and way mm-hmm. that you kind of put everything together? It kind of just like happened, like the more you do it, the more videos you make, it just kind of shapes into itself. So the first video I did, I remember it, it's, I cut into it, showed the cross section, took a big bite, which I still do now. And then I would always like start with the bread and then just get into the cooking. But when I first started, I was like showing every single step. All these cuts were coming from like left, right, like all over the place. It was super like chaotic almost. And I showed it to my brother and he's like a super critical guy. And so it like blew up. I was like, look at this. He was like, dude, like, yeah, this is cool and all, but you're also like making me dizzy. Like my (laughs) eyes are looking left and then they're going right. And so like, you need to really figure that out. And so I just kind of like the more I made videos, I noticed what he was talking about. And so that's when I look for like the rhythm and flow that I talked about. And instead of just figuring out what I'm going to make and go into filming it, I now like pre-plan my videos and the certain shots I want. Like if I'm going to swipe from the left in the next scene where I'm throwing it into the pot, I want it going from left to right. So it's just a very natural type of style. And I've even noticed it in the length of the video. So at first it was like a minute to 45 seconds. And now that I've really honed in on how I make my videos, they're like 30 seconds and they take like half the time to edit and Mm -hmm. film. No, I'm sure that's it shapes in its own. Yeah. Yeah. It's like much more efficient that way too. If you don't have as much video to, to sift through and that kind of thing, are you still like shooting and editing all of your own stuff or have you like branched out? You are. Wow. Yeah. The big change I've made is I used to film with an iPhone and now I use like a full camera production. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that it'll always be that way? Just like, you know, exactly what you want and it's faster for you kind of to do it on your own. (laughs) It's tough because when I'm filming, like I, I know everything that's going on in my head, like a certain sound isn't right, but I know where I want to draw that sound from or like something I need to recreate or the pattern I want it. So for now, yes, but I know eventually I want to be able to hire an editor just to be more efficient so I can just crank out way more videos because now it's just I film and then I have to take a break from filming because I have to sit down and edit it. Um, and edit. Yeah. No, it's a it's a process for sure. Stick around because Owen tells us the formula for a perfect sandwich up next. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I want to talk more about the actual sandwiches. I mean, is there, do you think that there's a formula to, to a perfect sandwich? I wouldn't say formula, but there's like key things I look for in, I guess, like a perfect sandwich. One is obviously great bread. Like that, like just visually too, I think draws people into my videos. Like when I first started out, I remember like one of the most, like the most, like the top comment I would keep getting was like, that is like the best looking bread. Like I've seen, (laughs) like, where do you get your bread? Like, tell us please. And then the second one being this guy just destroyed the roof of his mouth. So (laughs) that's my second point is I look for texture. I love like just crunchiness. So those are two big ones. I usually just go to like local bakeries to get it fresh baked. I think it makes such a big difference. And then I need a sauce, definitely need a sauce component. Um, And it's just, to me, it's all about balance. Like, so if I have like a fatty meat, I want acidity in there and kind of just, you also have to know how to assemble it properly. And like, you don't want like lettuce at the bottom, like getting soggy, depending on the type of sandwich. So like the layers, of course, matter. And then of course, the cross section. That's just like the money maker right there. <laughs> That's the money shot for sure. Yeah. What is your favorite sandwich creation to date? The actual sandwich, not necessarily the video. And then I'll ask you about the video afterwards. Like, in terms of like the video or just personally just like, to eat? Yeah, just personally to eat. Like which sandwich, like is there one that comes to mind that you're like, ugh, I think about this sandwich all the time? It is constantly changing. Of course. But <laughs> the most recent one, I made one and I was just shocked at how good it was. And I remember eating it being like, this is easily my top three. So I made homemade roast beef and then a blue cheese mayo, chives, Worcestershire. So that's the sauce component. And then this is where the texture and layers come in. I did three types of onions. So I have pickled onions for the acidity, crispy onions for the crunchiness, and then caramelized onions as well, just to add another layer. (laughs) And then I just did some arugula and olive oil and vinegar to kind of like balance it out on a fresh ciabatta loaf. And that cross section was insane. It was like one of the coolest (laughs) looking sandwiches. So I just had everything I wanted in a really good sandwich. Uh, I mean, that sounds delicious. And I think I need to have a sandwich after we get off the interview. But what about, okay, so on the flip side, like what is that? Is it the same in, in terms of like your favorite sandwich video you've ever created or is it is it different? It's different. I, I feel like 
that was easily like one of my favorite sandwiches. It was also still like a great video, but I don't know for like, I guess I haven't really thought of like what my favorite video in itself is. I really love a lot of the collabs I do just because I like, I feel like I throw in elements of like humor and I just get to work with other people and it's just different from what I do. Yeah. What's been your favorite collaboration so far? Probably working with Adam Richman. I love I grew Adam. Up watching Man <laughs> versus Food and just to like meet him in person. He's also just like the funniest, coolest guy. He has stories for days. He does. And we actually made a burrito, a chicharron and guacamole breakfast burrito. Wow. And it was delicious too. So all that, yeah, that that was fun. If somebody wants to like up their sandwich game from like a typical, you know, white bread, PB and J, what's like the number one thing that you need need to do? Honestly, I think just like starting off with the bread, like the that's bread. your foundation. Like go yeah. to a local bakery, see what they have. Like even a PB&J, like I've done a PB&J for a video, but I used like a beautiful sourdough. Yeah. I mean, I also made the peanut butter and jelly from scratch. Of course. But it added <laughs> a banana glazed in bourbon. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> there's, there's also nothing wrong with just no, plain PB&J. But yeah, if you want to up your games, definitely start with the bread. With the bread. What's your favorite bread? It's this bread called Fuseli. Okay. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I get it from the Whole Foods in Venice and they source it from, I believe it's called Rockenweiler. It's some German bakery okay. and it's like a mini sourdough baguette and it's just beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Love that. All right. What about Dutch Crunch? Have you ever... So done? I was actually just in San Francisco Okay. and that's I all I was hearing years. about. Yeah. And I actually... So I went to an Italian deli and I didn't even end up getting Dutch Crunch because they had you- they had rosemary focaccia and it was just a way better pairing for the sandwich I got. Yeah. So I've yet to try Dutch Crunch. Oh, you haven't tried it yet. I have not. No. All right. Well, actually, you could head to Ike's place. I have a sandwich there, actually. Oh, what? Okay. On Dutch Crunch. Yeah. Epic. What else is in it? Um, It's very messy. It's a very messy sandwich, but it's like fried chicken and like a yellow barbecue sauce and then some pepper jack cheese and that they have like their own you know, dirty sauce that they put on all of their sandwiches, but they're very much known for their Dutch crunch, but they started in San Francisco. So epic. Okay. Yeah. I'll no, have to Dutch check crunch it out. is you gotta seek it out for sure. Yeah. Well, you also had a, a chance to do some videos with Food Network and whipped up some spaghetti al pomodoro for us. I want to talk a little bit about your your heritage. How do your Italian and Chinese backgrounds influence your approach to flavors and food? Yeah. So, I mean, my upbringing and my heritage, to me, that just gives me my passion for food. Like growing up, that's all I thought about. I absolutely loved it. I was incredibly chubby because all I did was eat. Uh, <laughs> and that's also what got me into cooking, though. So I, I love to draw inspiration when I can from recipes I grew up eating. So a lot of the time, even though I'm doing sandwiches, I find ways to incorporate meals I grew up eating mm. and I guess like sandwichify them. Yeah. Like a good example is I grew up eating veal saltimbocca. Mm-hmm. So my grandma would make this. It's just veal, prosciutto, crispy sage, and like a white wine sauce. So like I transformed that into a sandwich. Yeah. So yeah, I lo- I'd love to draw inspiration from that, but also it just kind of like gave me, I guess, like the foundation into like cooking and the passion I have for food in general. I love that. What what other dishes do you remember from growing up, and who was most influential in that food journey? I mean, it would definitely be my nonna. So every summer I would spend in Tuscany. And they live in a village with like 85 people. Wow. So there was no Wi-Fi either. Uh, <laughs> so I was either outside running around with my brothers or just 
inside watching her cook for our, like our big family. And then at the same time, my dad was a really great cook who introduced me into like Chinese food. And so when I would visit my Chinese grandparents, there was foods I was eating that I had no idea like what I was even eating because it was like real Chinese food. So like one of those dishes would be like pork hock. Okay. It's like the knuckle. Oh, and yeah. It has like really fatty pieces and lean pieces. But that's like some of the dishes. And then, of course, like dumplings, spring rolls, shrimp toast. So that first video, I like grew up eating that as a kid. Yeah. What is the most valuable thing that you've learned from your Nona? Most valuable. I mean, it's very cheesy, but cook from the heart. Oh. I like swear I've never seen her take out a measuring cup. It's just all <laughs> purely like through sight. She just tastes as she goes. So I'm very much just... I mean, I granted, I like for my cooking videos, I'm like just throwing food. I'm not measuring anything. Just, yeah. She never like threw food like I do, but <laughs> I, the measuring part. Yeah. The measuring part for sure. What yeah. does she think about all, like all of your, your fame and your food throwing? Oh, she loves it. It's crazy. I remember just recently I was like going through like old videos like that I've done and I stumbled upon a video I made in 2017. This is even before TikTok was like, like in my mind. And I was making just like, a cake. Okay. And I had my iPhone. I was with my brother and she was visiting us in Florida. That's where I grew up. And in the background, you can hear her say, Owen was like made to be, Owen was made to do this kind of stuff in the kitchen. Aww. And it was just crazy because now where I am, I'm like, wow, she like knew all along. And just, she's, I know she's just super proud. Grandma knows best for she sure. She does. Yes. <laughs> How often do you get to go back to Italy in your hometown of Milan? I go to Italy probably at least twice a year. Okay. So I was just there visiting them. I'm going to go back in December. Whatever chance I get, I, I go there. My grandma's getting a little bit older. So yeah, I mean, I love it there. What's your favorite thing about Italy? I mean, food is a big one. Yeah. <laughs> but And family. But just like culture as a whole. I yeah. mean, it's very like go with the flow, laid back. Just everyone is very friendly. And yeah, I'm eating just the food. Like the pretty food. much when I go there, all I do is eat. Of course. <laughs> so, can't complain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of traveler are you? Are you plan ahead or you go with the flow? Definitely go with the flow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll plan ahead certain meals and restaurants sure. I want to hit. Stuff but it's that you not have like, to. Yeah. okay, Thursday we're going. Like I just plan my meals. That's literally the only <laughs> thing I will plan. And besides that, I'm going with the flow. What is one travel experience that you've had that you will never forget? The most recent one that comes to mind is I actually did a travel group to Italy with this company called Trova Trip. So oh, yeah, yeah. I went to Italy with like 14 other people and on the itinerary was we went to this restaurant and we walked downstairs and it's in literally a cave. Oh, like, wow. We're just surrounded by rock underground. And one of the dishes they brought out was just this super simple handmade pasta with truffle. And I just remember just like sitting back and being like, we're eating truffle pasta in a cave. Like what is going on? <laughs> so that that's definitely a memory I'll remember. That sounds pretty incredible. What location is next on the travel bucket list? Travel bucket list? Yeah. Or I well, mean the oh, next trip. Yeah, let's do both. What's your okay. next trip? And I would like, love to go to Portugal. Oh yeah. And Spain. Yeah. Experience that food culture, the tapas. And then next on the list, just, I mean, Italy in December. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a few trips like New York and stuff like that in the States, but the big one back to Italy for Christmas. Sounds like a, a great way to spend the holiday for sure. Definitely. When you kind of think back on the last couple of years, what has been the most unexpected part of this career path? Most unexpected? I guess it's been like working and meeting people I grew up admiring and like watching on TV. So I still... 
like when I see these people and meet that I have a, like a very like starstruck moment, like working with Adam Richmond, I remember like when my manager reached out and was like, would you like to work with him? I was like, is this a joke? Like what? <laughs> and I grew up literally like obsessed with these shows. Yeah. And, like, so it's just crazy just to meet them in person. It's that's been wild. Never thought that would happen. What's been the most rewarding? Uh, most rewarding. I think it's when I get the messages of people saying like, Hey, either recreating food and like they love it or just even inspiring them to get in the kitchen. Like, because of my videos are so like fast and I try to make it relatively simple that they watch my video and they're like, Hey, like you just like got me into the kitchen and want, like, I want to cook now because of you. So to me, that has definitely been the most rewarding. That's awesome. What's next for you? What's next? I'm trying to get into YouTube. Okay. Long form. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm that'd sure be that's sweet. quite the departure from what you've, you know, built your career on. Yeah, absolutely. It's a whole different beast. And do you take the same approach in terms of like the ASMR or? I'm still working, trying <laughs> to figure that out. But I think what's cool with that is since it's so new and a totally different platform, it's I can kind of approach it however I want and just have it shape into like whatever I really want it to be. So I, I definitely want to incorporate ASMR into it just because. I love that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. All right. Well, we'll check back in after you've uh, been working out a little bit longer, but it's been a, a blast, you know, just seeing your star rising and so much fun chatting with you as well. We're going to uh, finish things off with a little rapid fire round. And then we have one final question that we ask everybody on the podcast. So we're actually doing a special edition of the rapid fire round because we want to know what sandwich you would make for the following scenario. So I'm going to okay. give you some scenarios and you tell me what sandwich you would make. Ready? Yes. All right. Birthday. Birthday. Okay. When you say sandwich though, sorry, I know this is supposed no, to be rapid okay. fire, but I, no, I got a question for you. They're never, they're honestly okay. never rapid fire. So. <laughs> okay. Can do burritos count? Yeah. Let's okay, do it. Yeah, perfect. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Birthday chicken tikka masala breakfast burrito from 23rd street cafe. Okay. <laughs> Hangover. <laughs> Hangover. A Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Impressing a date. Probably like a surf and turf sandwich with okay. like a beautiful like Bernays sauce or Ooh, hollandaise. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. If you're missing home. If I'm missing home. I know what dish I would make, okay. not sandwich. Can you sandwich fi this dish? I mean, it's just a classic spaghetti al pomodoro. Oh, so okay. <laughs> spaghetti tacos. <laughs> Just some noodles on some bread, you know. There whatever. you go. <laughs> Rainy day. Rainy day. Um, braised short rib sandwich. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I like that one. All right, final one. Michelin star worthy sandwich. Truffles, caviar, wagyu. <laughs> I actually did make a crazy sandwich with Shoku. They're like a private dinner out here, so we use like super fancy. It was like classic A five. It was panko fried. Milk bread. Oh, yum. Really nice caramelized onions with French Normandy butter. And then truffle, some truffle sauce. Some truffle yeah. sauce. All right. Yeah. All right. Last question is not rapid fire. You can take as long as you want on this. It does not have to include sandwiches if you don't okay. want to. The question is just what would be on the menu for your perfect food day? So we want to hear breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. There's no rules. You can travel, time travel, in between mm -hmm. meals. What, like Whatever you need to do to make this day happen, we just want to hear your ideal meal for each of those. Okay. Wow, I've never really thought of that. <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> breakfast, I guess I would do somewhere tropical. Okay. I would love to just wake up 
and like I go to the beach, let's just say, I don't know, I'm in Costa Rica. Okay. And there's just like an epic buffet laid out on the beach, like right by the pool. Yep. There's fresh fruit. Of course. It has to be eggs. <laughs> Probably do like an omelet station. Okay. Bacon, fresh smoothies. I'm not really a dessert guy, so like I don't want like fresh pastries and whatever. Maybe for like my friends that are there, because <laughs> obviously all your friends are going to be yeah. there too. Yeah, I mean that's a must. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty simple with breakfast. I, I I don't go overboard with that. Just I think the tropical setting would be yeah. a great morning, great way to start the day, and then lunch would love to do a barbecue, really good burgers, like chicken on the grill. For some reason, I'm still drawn. I just love the smell, like a good beach barbecue. Yeah. And that's like all my friends are with me. Um, everyone's invited. It's just a big party. Okay. Okay. And Sounds then dinner, <laughs> dinner, we're going to Italy. Love it. Would love to be all my family. This is, this would be a little more intimate. We're in Rome. We're okay. at, uh, Trattoria Al Moro, which is right by the Trevi Fountain. The whole restaurant's just closed out to us. Just for you and guys. And they're just bringing everything, like fresh mozzarella. They do really good artichokes there, fried zucchini blossoms. Wow. They're known for their carbonara, which is my favorite pasta. They bring that out as well. Um, and then a nice plate of ossobuco and saffron risotto, risotto al milanese. And then to close it off. So I'm not a sweets guy, but if there's tiramisu, <laughs> that's a must. I mean, that's there as well. And it's just all my family, like uh, 20 of us, giant round table, and we're just feasting. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds absolutely dreamy. And I feel like I need to uh, book a trip to Italy immediately. Um, yes. It's been too long. <laughs> I do actually have one final question. I know I said that was the last question, but I just thought of it. And I feel like you might be the person to answer it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I swear, people love asking me that question. Yeah, I'm sure um, I'm not original at all. <laughs> I think the way I see it falls under the sandwich category for okay. sure. Like you're eating that thing with your hands. It's in between buns, but it's in its own category. I forget, category. Yes. Yeah. So it's in the sandwich family, but it's in its own like world. Same with burgers. Like obviously that's yeah. a sandwich, but it's a burger. It's a burger. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, also not one of those people that just like gets mad about it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's okay. Like, yeah. All right. Well, well, thank you for settling that once and for all. Um, and thank you so much for your time and sharing your story. It's been a lot of fun to watch and we can't wait to see what's next. Of course. Thanks for having me. You can catch Owen's episode of Dig In With on foodnetwork.com. Make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a thing. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review. We love it when you do that. That's all for now. We'll catch you foodies next Friday. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.